I'm going to need a piano player just to cover up my choking. It's 136. I confess to you there are some hymns that I have never liked, and this is one of them. It's called, They'll Know We Are Christians By Our Love, and I'll do my best to get through what I have to say and then try to sing it too, which I probably won't. I have my handkerchief out already. There are some songs that we teach people. And there are other songs that people teach us. And this is one of them. I don't know why you did this to me. <laughs> yeah. What? Don't you get shook up. You've got to play this. It's 136. Um... What? Yeah, it's the one that's got three different. Um, I've never liked this song because it didn't answer any questions for me. Uh, we're one in the Spirit. We're one in the Lord. We're one in the Spirit. We're one in the Lord. And we pray that all unity may one day be restored. Well, pray tell. If we're one in the Spirit and one in the Lord, why do we have to pray that all unity may be restored? I just never could sing that at least not with any conviction. And yet I know in John 13, 35, it says that all men will know you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And I know in John 17, Jesus prayed, I ask for all those who believe in me that they may be one even as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, that they may also be in us that the world may believe that thou didst send me. And so, as I went over there, my goal was not to teach them American music. In fact, it was the opposite. I, I wanted to write down what they had written so that they had a record of it. But I was meeting with a group of people one afternoon and said to them, How is it? that you people who basically have done nothing together throughout the centuries except cut each off each other's heads suddenly are living together and they got this big smile on their face oh well we have the peace of God in our hearts now I said but that somehow that doesn't explain to me how all of this history overnight can be put together so that you can live this peacefully well they said we have one heart, all of us together, just one heart. And then it began to take on to me a new meaning, what being one in the spirit meant. It meant having one heart. And so we talked a while, and I said, I can understand now there are some 200 of you that are believers, but there are 500 others that aren't believers. And all these people from other tribes are saying, we want to move in with you. And you're saying there isn't any room. I don't understand that. Well, they said, those outside see the miracle of our one-heartedness. And we have one-hearted hearts. And someone said to me, what is the greatest thing that you saw 
when you went. And I said, the greatest effect on me of this trip was realizing the coldness of God, toward God of the American church and each other. And I don't know if I can sing this or not, but I'll try. This is, oh, and by the way, keep playing. They never sing of one aspect of the Trinity because they have a Trinity. They speak always of God first, Baba Yo, Father God. And then they'll sing of Tuhang Yes Yesu or Lord Jesus or sometimes Baba Yesu. And then they will sing of Hamite Yo, God's Spirit. And then they speak of Kemo Tolu, U3. And sometimes when they sing, they will go Baba Yo, Tuhang Yesu, and Hamite Yo, Kemo Tolu, the three together. And so to me, it seems that the text, Someday Our Unity May Be Restored, is indeed restored if we let God live in us as Trinity. And so um, these words are not words which I did. I la la laed through the melody and they made up the words. Ki toldi ein hemungsia hino baba yo Ki toldi ein hemungsia hino tu hang Jesu Ki toldi ein hemungsia hito hamait yo Matawaha do dufu ki to hila yo mbala Podi nun kito li ein samantaldiain. And that basically says, we are one-hearted because of God the Father. We are one-hearted because of the Lord Jesus. We are one-hearted because of the Holy Spirit. Others around us who are not believers but outside of us will see through God's work in our hearts, our one-hearted hearts. Thanks, John. Once for all peoples. I didn't understand that. That's a different language than mine. And that could be sung in how many languages? And yet there are many languages that can't be sung because they don't know yet. As we come to the table tonight, let us remember it's once for all. Time, sins, and peoples. And as we partake of these elements, there are those little groups scattered here and there around the world. There are those who are in prison in some countries. There are big churches. There are small churches. There are those who are yellow. There are those who are brown. And they gather around a table, too, and maybe it's not exactly the same elements, but it's the same Lord, and we partake with them. This is the Lord's table. I'd like for us to bow, and as we prepare our hearts, let's give thanks 
for the all-sufficient sacrifice of our Savior, that it was once for all time. Once for all of your sins and mine, and once for all people. Let's rejoice in the breadth of God's love. And as we're praying individually, I'd like for those serving to join me in the front. Our Lord, we give thanks to you for the bread representing your body sacrificed for us. As we partake of this loaf, we are reminded that your body stretches around the world and that there are brothers and sisters in Christ that we have never seen and whom, if we saw them, we could not understand them, but with whom we share one spirit. We are one-hearted with them because of your gracious work. Each of us partakes of one piece, broken off, representing your broken body. But tonight we are reminded that that piece was broken off of one loaf, one true bread from heaven. We give thanks as we partake, remembering these things, meditating upon them, and rejoicing. Amen. Jesus said, this is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And we read these words in Revelation. Worthy art thou to take the book and to break its seals, for thou wast slain, and its purchase for God with thy blood, men from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. Lord Jesus, as we partake of this cup, it is a precious reminder to us of the price of redemption, a price paid for all people. And tonight our hearts are heavy with the thought that there are many who have not this knowledge that the price has been paid, and they labor still in darkness, in death, and lostness, and they have no hope. There is no oneness of heart with them. They are eternally lost, apart from that message. As we gather around this table, we pray that you will send some from our church to go, and that many who are waiting to go and are seeking to raise support or to meet other qualifications so that they can, will find their needs met so that they can get to that place where you've called them. We pray that preachers will be sent, that people may hear and believe. I pray that you will make us world Christians, a people aware of what's happening in our world and burdened for it, a praying people, lifting up continents and people groups, tribes, races to you in prayer. 
As we partake of this cup, we are grateful for that blood. And we partake of it with a commitment in our heart that we might take this message and bear it to the uttermost parts of the world as you've told us. Amen. Jesus said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. John, let's sing right now that uh, fourth verse that you've suggested to the last hymn. Jesus, fill now with thy spirit Hearts that full surrender know That the streams of living water From our inner man may flow Channels only, blessed Master, but with all thy wondrous power, flowing through us, thou canst use us every Tonight, as you leave, there will be an usher at the door. If you'd like to participate in the Elders Fund, our benevolent offering, you may do so, and we encourage you and thank you, too, for your participation in that. It's been a good Lord's Day. It's been a beautiful one, too, hasn't it? Would you take your hymnal once more, and I'd like for us to sing a verse, maybe two, of 335. We can sing this also a cappella. This has been going through my mind all day. It's one of my favorite hymns. A wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Lord. And I want you to notice that the words were written by Fanny Crosby. Next Sunday night is going to be a very special night because uh, we're going to do an evening uh, focused on Fanny Crosby, her music and her life. We have some people in our church who have been preparing a bit of a drama presentation for you, and the whole service is going to focus around that. I think also we have baby dedication. Isn't that next week, too? But uh, beyond that, uh, Fanny Crosby is going to be here. And this is one of the hymns, one of 8,500 poems or hymn uh, verses, hymns that she she wrote in her lifetime. And uh, I'd like for you to stand, please, as we sing the first verse and then the fourth. When clothed in his brightness, transported I rise to meet him in clouds of His perfect salvation, his wonderful Shout with the millions on high. 
Jesus, you are a wonderful Savior. Thank you for loving us so deeply that you sacrificed yourself in this way for us. And thank you that you live now in heaven ever to intercede in our behalf. And oh, we praise you that one day we shall see you And with the millions on high, sing that you've been such a wonderful Savior. Thank you for meeting with us today and enriching our lives with fellowship with you and with one another. And as we go out from here to our homes and to our assigned places of ministry and service this week, we pray that you will make us your channel and fill us with your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen.